Well, welcome back, everybody, to the Liberty on Fire podcast. This is your host, Libertarian Tony. So my co-host, Joey, fell asleep, so he can't do the podcast with me tonight. So I'm just going to put something out there for you guys. Now, it's been a couple of weeks. I was away on vacation with my family, so that's my excuse for not doing a podcast lately. And uh, Joey was supposed to do podcasts while I was away on vacay, but he apparently is taking care of a dog and then got lazy and didn't bring his mic. So I'm making a lot of excuses for him. But anyway, hopefully going forward, we can do this on a more regular basis. And with Trump in the White House, there is never a shortage of things to talk about. So that's good for us. Okay, so this podcast is going to be about the uh, Mueller testimony. Now, this certainly was not worth six hours of your life uh, watching this uh, horrible uh, debacle. So if you do want to watch any of it, I would just recommend, you know, you know, Google it or look it up on YouTube and then watch, you know, some of the highlights. I'm sure your favorite news station, whether it's, you know, Fox or CNN, they probably have some highlights about it. Although I do think many of the leftist networks, which is pretty much all of them except for Fox, are going to be kind of brushing most of the testimony under the rug. And you'll see why after a few minutes of me talking about this. Okay, so let's go back a little bit and start with some history. And I'm not going to go completely in depth on what happened up until now because I did a separate podcast on it. Joey and I have had uh, talks about this in the past, and we actually, there's a blog on our website about uh, the whole, you know, Russia collusion uh, bullshit. So you can go back and listen to those episodes and read the blog, and I, I am going to put this podcast out basically in blog form as well. So um, I guess to continue uh, my blogs, I suppose, on this whole Russia you know, kind of collusion hoax thing. Anyway, for the past two and a half or three years, let's say, pretty much all that was talked about on the news or most of the leftist news was not just Russia collusion, but people accusing the the president of treason and being an, an agent of Russia or some sort of, you know, puppet of Putin, Okay. Well, now nobody is talking about collusion anymore. Hmm, how do you like that? So after the Mueller report comes out and says, you know, there was no evidence of collusion, they've completely dropped the whole collusion angle, which was, you know, mainly the the main reason for the whole investigation in the first place was whether, you know, Trump got some sort of help from the Russian government to influence our election. So obviously that was all crap. So now or at least in the past couple of months, the uh, collusion thing has gone away, and all they can talk about now is obstruction of justice. Well, I mean, does that even matter? And what do I mean by that? I mean, can you even obstruct an investigation for a crime that never happened? I mean, just kind of think about that for a minute. So once you get past that part in your brain, now you can move on to, well... The Mueller report never actually said that he committed obstruction, but Mueller came out in the report 
assuming he wrote it, and said things that, well, these are some instances where he might have committed obstruction or, you know, some people could, would say might have been obstruction, that kind of thing. Okay, so I'm going to go back a little bit further and give you just a tiny bit more history and then one or two more things that have happened in the past couple of months. So remember, we had the Democratic Party paid for a report. This was the Steele dossier. In order to get the government to spy on an opposition candidate, okay? So that, that was, the, I guess, the beginning of the whole thing, right? You had the Steele dossier paid for by Fusion GPS and who got their money from, you know, the Democratic National Committee. And then people in the government used this Steele dossier to get, you know, a Pfizer warrant to spy on uh, the president's campaign and Carter Page. Okay, so... Now let's fast forward a little bit. The Mueller report refers to this company called uh, IRA, Internet Research Agency, which is basically indicted by you know the Robert Mueller and his team and accused of being in collusion with Russia to influence the 2016 election. So you have this company that was accused but never officially arraigned in court. So that's kind of suspicious right there. So guess what? Then the IRA comes out and tells the, the Mueller team, okay, let's go to court and see what you got. Let's go to disclosure and see all the evidence. Well, the Mueller team then had to backpedal big time, and they tried to get a judge to give them some sort of a delay so they could come up maybe with a plan, and the judge came out and said, hell no. You can't just accuse someone of something, put it in your report, and then not disclose what you have to the accused party if they want to defend themselves, like anybody should or anybody can in court. So basically, the judge ordered the Mueller team to stop making this claim that the IRA was involved with the Russian government, which of course they weren't. Now, supposedly this company spent something like $100,000 or $110,000 buying some kind of pro-Trump or anti-Hillary ads, but obviously there's no evidence that they were connected to the Russia government at all. And think about the numbers here for a minute. Are, are we to believe that $110,000 actually made any sort of a difference in an election where Hillary Clinton spent $1.4 billion? I mean, you're talking about a tiny fraction of a tiny fraction of a percent, right? It's like 0.00001% or something like that. It's ridiculously small. Anyway, so obviously this doesn't make any sense. So there's been zero evidence to suggest that this tiny amount spent on ads even swayed one vote. Okay, so that's just a tiny amount of the history leading up to some of the testimony. So after the Mueller report came out and said there was no evidence of collusion, that kind of shot a hole big time in a lot of the Democratic and you know, leftist media talking points. But they were still hoping they could catch the president somehow on obstruction of justice. So now with the testimony, if you watched any of it or some of the highlights, to me it really seemed like during the testimony, Robert Mueller answered the Democratic questions pretty quickly and with clarity, but then when the Republicans were questioning him, he answered them very slowly and asked, you know, for the question to be repeated. And then he seemed kind of foggy and out of it. 
and very slow, which to me clearly looked like he was either stalling or biding time so that you know whoever was questioning in their five minutes would be up and they would have to move on. So obviously, Mueller either many times didn't answer a question directly or re- outright refused to comment on the question being asked. So perhaps, you know, this was partly an act or partly him being kind of maybe senile during the testimony. To me, I think it was more of an act, and he was trying to get out of really having to answer any tough questions. I mean, honestly, it's hard to know, but I, I you know, knowing how evil the government is, I would lean towards the latter. So I think even for parties that are, were pro-Democrat in this, uh, leading up to this uh, testimony, I mean, it was clearly demonstrated that he refused to answer a lot of questions from Republicans, and the testimony didn't help at all the Democrats in their hope of impeachment. So this, this was a big win for Donald Trump. Also, it was a big win for Nancy Pelosi, right? Remember, Pelosi is pretty much against the more radical parts of her party who really want impeachment. And Pelosi said months ago that they weren't going to seek impeachment of the president. So now her statement about that seems very prescient as, you know, Mueller looked like a very weak witness and, you know, a very weak leader in this fake investigation. Okay, another thing, it's like Mueller, I'm not sure, I mean, but he, he didn't really seem like he had a good handle on his own report, maybe kind of like he didn't actually even write the report or help write it. So that's kind of interesting. So if, if Mueller doesn't even know what's in the report... Let's say he didn't write it. I mean, maybe you could have read it the night before, right? That would have helped you in court or, you know, uh, at, at the hearings. But anyway, it's interesting that if he didn't write it, well, then you have to think the next logical question would be, well, then who did? And, and we know for a fact that the team hired, you know, all the FBI agents and the accountants or whoever was involved to to look into Donald Trump and his campaign for the past couple of years. They all pretty much hated the president, right? So if there was really anything there, they would have found it. And it was probably them who were actually writing the report. Okay, and another thing to consider is that both the Democrats and Robert Mueller, I think, purposely forgot, like, the whole major premise of American law was that, you know, you're innocent until proven guilty. Prosecutors never have to prove anyone innocent. That's not their job. Their job is to prove guilt. And if there isn't enough evidence to prove guilt, well then, by default, you're still innocent. And Mueller was asked if the report exonerated the president. Well, the fact that you aren't proven guilty means that you're not guilty until proven otherwise. So, I mean, that's like a de facto exoneration, isn't it? And I think, I forget which uh, congressman it was, they brought up the fact that in the past, this has never been alleged before, you know, that the, the Mueller report came out and said that although, you know, they couldn't prove that the president has obstructed justice, he wasn't exonerated either. I mean, that's, that's never been said before. I mean, so more and more, it looks like the Mueller report and his team were producing a piece of fiction, with basically a political hit job on the president. I mean, overall, I'm kind of just hoping this can be finally put to rest, you know, but I mean, who knows, right? The Democratic candidates, 
running for president really have nothing else to talk about, right? They, I mean, they can't talk about abortion after birth and free health care to the entire world. I mean, these are not winning issues to take to a general election. So, I mean, eventually these, these far-left uh, narrators are going to have to start thinking and drifting more towards the center if they plan on beating the Donald. Now, I'm sure they really won't drop it, however, and the media, especially CNN, they certainly won't. And they'll keep talking about obstruction. And now, of course, they're going to add in the fact that, you know, that the report didn't exonerate the president. But that's obviously just another empty talking point. So, I mean, overall, I hope this kind of quick summary helped. And it's really not worth your time to go and try to watch this testimony. I mean, it was really a debacle. Democrats really did a really poor job of trying to build their case for impeachment. The Republicans questioning uh, Mueller were hit with obfuscation and outright refusal to answer questions. I mean, it made the whole you know show trial look really bad. It made Donald Trump look good. I mean, this is another big win for the president. And many Democrats and, and leftists you know, news organizations, they, they've all come out and said that this was a disaster. And I would have to agree. Well, that will do it for today. Thank you all for listening to the Liberty on Fire podcast. Please do me two favors. Number one is to share the show. Remember that we want to continue to advance the message of individual liberty, and sharing and growing the show is one of the best ways to do that. The second favor is to subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. A five-star rating is much appreciated. Also, please check out our website, libertyonfire.org. Thank you very much. And until next time, let's keep those fires of liberty burning bright. <laughs>